Good morning, campers. Welcome to Camp Good Boy Podcast. Uh, episode 25. Oh, 25, yeah. Yeah. I'm in five episodes early. Yeah. <laughs> That's the voice of our official Camp Good Boy political correspondent, Nick Scutt. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Thank yeah. You guys. Thank After you. we had Sam Numberg on a couple weeks ago, we were getting a lot, a lot of flood of emails about doing more political content. Yep. And obviously, the only current event I follow is tennis. <laughs> so we figured we were going to have to outsource this component to our very political minded and uh, active in the political community, yeah. uh, Nick Scott, um, you're our. I really uh, love it. You know, it's like I've been here so many times. You're really getting my last name. Yeah. Right? Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. It takes I mean, me a few times. For like almost a decade. <laughs> and now we're three for three. Well, we're also yeah. getting a lot of emails about you know, can you get Nick's name right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you, we have an interesting. Uh, is this this is going to be some kind of grudge match we have uh, tonight? Yeah. Really. Um, yeah. We have. Uh, we have Sam Numberg is coming back, making his triumphant. This return. is, by the way, for all the listeners, Trump's former. Uh, Political uh, campaign campaign aide campaign aide who um, had said some amazing things on MSNBC <laughs> in a some degree of an amazing downward upward spiral. He really put Dorian's on the map. Yeah, um, oh, big yeah. time. You know, he he uh, he he literally was like apparently calling reporters from there the night of his famous meltdown when he was literally on air soliciting Ari Melber uh, for legal advice when Robert Mueller was subpoenaed. Nice. But he kind of said to Mueller, like, come at me, bro, didn't he? Yeah, he told <laughs> Mueller to go fuck himself on the last episode. He guessed, and then Mueller was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, the real question is, is, is Mueller listening to Camp Good Boy? Yeah, I'm sure he is I after mean, that I last bet, one. Yeah, I bet I'm like sure when they they're all... when they're in the office, like doing their like, doing whatever like the legal office of the, the Mueller team yeah. hangs out at their headquarters. Uh, like... Just like that, Sam Numberg is calling me on oh, my perfect. phone. Okay. Hey, Sam, welcome back to Camp Good Boy. Welcome back to Camp, Sam. What an exciting uh Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Yeah, hey, wait. Are you on with Molly? Because we're... Uh... No, I thought that... She, I just called you directly. I thought that's what you were asking me to do. Well, this is great. This is the Camp Good Boy podcast. Uh, we do things very lo-fi. We have all the latest technology. All right. White House technology. It's good to have you back. Thank you, sir. How's the last one do? Do people listen? Oh, people listen. People yeah. definitely listen, Sam. You know, we listen. We, we tried to get Ari Melber on tonight's episode, too. Uh, he told you to fuck off. He listened. He, <laughs> apparently, somebody listened to it. And they, apparently, they were quite thrown by how many how many references we have to drugs on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Th- I think Ari's got. You know, he's an employee of MSNBC. He's he's got um, a more uh, a moral. What do they call those? Those morality clauses or whatever. He's got to yeah. be careful. Really, but yeah. he raps. He raps all the time. So I mean, like I thought he would be totally down to do this. <laughs> Where's uh? Get to Molly. Yeah, we're gonna try and get Molly on the phone. Molly's already called a few times. She was really excited about this. Sam, how come? How come you go on MSNBC? Why do you choose that one? Well, first of all, they never had me on Fox News after I was fired uh, by Trump. I was also 86 off Fox News. In fact, I helped get Bill Shine fired. I went on a jihad against that asshole. <laughs> um, and with that said, I was always um, in a per- – well, I, 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 you know, it's always weird. I could say I, – I consider her a friend. I think she may just consider me a source. But I was always friendly with Katie Turr and Casey Hunt. And they had asked uh, – they told their people, so they started putting me on. 
And I, I, I mean, when you go to CNN, it's it's different. I was on there today. It's Time Warner. It's corporate, and it's real. It's still cool. Like, but you go to the same thing. I just like the ambiance. The hosts are like younger, you know. And to tell you the truth, fellas, look, I'm a rabid conservative. But as long as, I, first of all, they've never treated me badly on there. They've always let me say whatever I wanted. With that said, obviously, I uh, obviously. Um, unless I'm inebriated, I say, you know what I mean? I give off rational responses. So right. I think that that's, and I also, I like, I like the, I like Ari Melber. I like Katie Turr. I like Ali Vichy. I like, uh, you know what I mean? I just like the place too. And then so did that's the, the did reason why I've never been on Fox News. I've been on Fox business once with Kennedy. Who's pretty cool. Um, the, MT- the, M- the MTV VJ. Yeah. Now, how does that? What, what kind of transition? How is? How did she end up at from MTV at Fox News? Because yeah, she was like I, the worst. She was the most hated. Well, no, she was the most hated VJ. That it makes perfect sense that that's where she ended up as she made that transition. So I think that she probably was like a libertarian free market, and they were like, "Holy shit, we can get her to go on Fox Business," which nobody was watching. Now, like five people watch, and um, and I think right. that that's why she started doing it. And she's JFK's daughter, right? <laughs> yeah, how she? Yeah, how she? How she related to the Kennedys? Did she? Did she, did she drive off of Chappaquiddick? She, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, she. Yeah, she. She's the Chappaquiddick, the child of Chappaquiddick. <laughs> exactly. Right. I knew they got one of them. I knew they got one of them out of the bottle there. Uh, do we have Molly here? Jesus. Do we have Molly here? Molly, you here? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Fuck yeah. Right. So that's Sam, and that is the voice of Molly Jong Fast. Yes, Mo- ladies and gentlemen. Molly's a novelist. For all you listeners out there, she wrote the Social Climbers Handbook as well as some other books. But she's very much a part of the resistance, so that's why we thought it'd be fun to have Molly on with Sam. But obviously, somebody's doing <laughs> something. Sam, Sam, are you taking a piss, Sam? <laughs> no, I'm taking out my dry cleaning and trying to organize my. This is the most ghetto version of Crossfire I'll, I'll I've ever I'll seen. Stop doing that. Yeah. yeah, seriously, this is like a Fifty Cent version of Crossfire. Sam, I'm admit it. You're in the bathroom. Sam, admit it. You're in the bathroom with Dorian's. You're not taking the dry cleaners. No, not tonight. Not tonight. Although I was just passing by it. Uh, I went for dinner, and you know you get you know you guys know that feeling. I got that little the dark lights, the shiny. You know what I mean? It's shiny outside, but it's dark inside. Oh, yeah. I gave it like that fourth. I gave it like that fourth look where I had to just be like, no, not happening. That bright. You're not going there because you won't leave there within five days if I end up going there. You know what I mean? Yeah, bright lights, big city. Bright lights, yeah. big city. It's Dorian's. <laughs> right. Or you could find yourself in Central Park with a total stranger. <laughs> What are you you saying, Molly? Jay McInerney blurbed one of my books. I love Jay McInerney. He's a great writer. He's a big city. Yeah. He's a fine writer. Yes. He loves writing in the second person. Very few people can pull that off. Yeah. Well, I think that's the only book ever in the second person that anyone's ever published or read or written. Mm Mm-hmm. The Bible? That's not. Didn't, <laughs> yeah, didn't, uh, that? <laughs> isn't the book of uh, Job? Isn't that second person? <laughs> You're walking through Jerusalem <laughs> and you <laughs> you stumble upon a bar. Your Birkenstock is Jerusalem right. marching powder. <laughs> oh man, there's nothing like laying out some lines on Golgotha. Did they know. have cocaine back then in the Bible years? I don't know. 
What, no. Wait, what would they have? Did they have cocaine during Brightlight's Big City? No, during the Bible. No, like, the during, Bible. The, like, the apostles. During the Bible, definitely. They had I mean, do you think, like, Jesus and the apostles got loose uh, at the Last Supper? <laughs> yeah, they were running to the bathroom and doing... The, the doing, Last <laughs> Supper. They were, they, they were doing... Yeah, they were doing key bumps. Yeah. <laughs> But there was off like a wooden key. Yeah, <laughs> totally. They, they were doing cross bumps. They're like, what is? Right. They're like, what is these things? I'm like, they're like, uh, you know, just used to do coke off of. Yeah. So Jesus, what are we talking about? So you're gonna come back in three days, right? Is that the agreement? You have, you're gonna leave us for three days. Then who's gonna take over? Well, the no, place? that was right. Judas. He was just like, no, we're gonna fuck this guy over tomorrow. I told you, this guy I can't handle this fucking shit anymore. Okay, I'm, you're gonna take him to the water. He's gonna walk on water, do his thing, and I'm gonna be waiting for him behind the fucking boulder. And then we're just gonna fuck him over. They're gonna hang him from a cross. Wait, hurry, I, hurry, Jesus, hurry, hurry, turn the loaves no, into uh, fishes. Oh, dude, Jay, that's such a good idea. We're gonna put a thorn crown around his head. And then one of the guys starts acting like Jonah Hill and Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, they get some qu- some quaaludes at the Last Supper. Right, like Steve right. Madden. <laughs> that was definitely Peter. Peter was definitely Jonah Hill. That's why they. That's why God put him at the gate. You know, you can't come in, bro. Uh, uh, so yeah, we, we we tried to get MSNBC on this uh, podcast tonight, but it, they, they listened to some of our older episodes and felt that it was too subversive. Yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, Molly, we couldn't get Ari Melber on. We wanted to get Ari on to join you guys. So let's like let's just dive right into a little political uh, correspondence. So Sam, the last time you were on, since you were last a guest on the show, I started following you on Twitter, and uh, you really have like gotten very pro-Trump again. And yeah, I'm... he's very pro-Trump. It's weird. And I also heard from one of my trolls, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, please. but that he's pushing Uranium One again. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Damn, is this yeah. true? I, I read... I read... I read today that he drinks 12 Diet Cokes a day. Is that an ingredient in, uh, in Diet Coke? <laughs> you're right. Yeah. yeah. No. Drinks, I, he, I think he only drinks Diet Coke. Yeah, he 12 a day, I, I, I read today. Well, well look, here, here's the issue. The issue is this. I've been in with Mueller, okay? I've been in with these people. And when I talk to other people um, around the investigation and I talk to friends of mine that are Democrats, they all want to impeach Trump. Whatever my Wait, personal what feelings are of him, <laughs> whatever my personal feelings are of him, one, I support his policies. You guys are going to say they're racist. I don't think so. But I support his policies. I help, fuck, I help write half of them. And number two, I don't like I a bunch of fucking unelected bureaucrats and crybabies trying to undo an election because they don't like the result. If you, wanna, if you don't like Donald Trump, don't run that fucking swamp creature you ran. Her fucking husband creature. doesn't oh, even like her. He hates Hillary. They all hate Hillary. Yeah, I know they all hate Hillary. I mean, look, Hillary has got a lot of baggage, but... Um, yes, she does. In all, in all the wrong places. But, I, but wait, but wait. I, here's, but here's my thing, though. You, you assume, because the three of us live in Hollywood, that we don't like Trump's policies. What I don't like about Trump is that, and I, this is a, this is a, I mean, besides the fact that I think he's a Russian spy, <laughs> is that, um... He's an asset, not a spy, but yes, continue. Right, but my ear... He's, he's what we call a useful idiot. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> oh, there you go, I like that. Yeah. A useful idiot. Yeah. But he, you know, he, look, he's dismantling the country on a daily basis. I don't, like, I, literally my account, my, literally my... I know he loves it because he's selling us for pieces. But my problem is, is like from a totally selfish point of view, is my own accountant was like, "Good luck 
I have no idea how to do your taxes. You're a screenwriter. You're fucked. No, we're, we got fucked by him. Oh, uh, yeah, we just did. recently. Oh, yeah. 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 Nick thought he was going to end up with her. Literally, 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 Ivanka gave me the best cocaine I have ever had in my life. And, like... Kushner must have had better. Yeah, Kushner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I didn't have it. I didn't have it. That's why I didn't stand a chance. I was just the the guy in the bathroom, like, hey, Ivanka, what's up? Hook it up. (laughs) No, Sam is... No, no, Sam is very smart because he's somehow... He's literally the only human being I know who had, like, a... What would appear to be, like, an amphetamine-induced meltdown on live television uh, and then single-handedly, uh, you know, reminded us all of uh, the very New Yorkiness of this uh, administration. Dude, yeah, well done. Yeah, well done. Well Sam. done. Well done. Yeah, you, shot, you were the first guy to bring Dorians back into the news since Robert Chamberlain. That's an incredible achievement. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because I called McKay Copkins, and, and he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at Dorians. <laughs> And then they took pictures with, you know, Ari Melber's producer lives on top of Dorian's. The plot thickens. We are going to get Ari Melber on Camp Goodboy. Now, Ari Melber is the head of MSNBC? Or he's on he's MSNBC? He's the host of The Beat. Oh, okay. He's, he's got it. He's on The Beat. He's on The Beat. He's, he's famous because he will occasionally, he literally will just drop in, like, rhyme. He will just start rapping. He's, I think he's actually really good at rolling. Um, if only let's be honest, Molly. Let's be honest, Molly. You're pretty woke, so I'm guessing that you like everybody on MSNBC. I'm not that woke. Is I Keith Olbermann still on MSNBC? All day long for not being woke enough. Did you see Black Klansman yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Then you're de- then you're not woke. You're not woke, uh, you're yeah, not woke. You're not woke at all. Yeah, you're asleep. Honest, like if, uh, I, a lot of people think I'm like a neoliberal, too capitalist. So you guys, Molly and Sam, you guys go way back? What's the history here? Now, Have you guys ever dated? Don't go, we actually don't go way back. Um, you, you just tweeted each other a couple days ago, and here we are? No, we know each other through someone who doesn't speak to me anymore, Arthur Ooh. Schwartz. Who is it? Arthur Schwartz, who's like a... Do you know who he is? No, I don't think so. You'll like the Arthur Schwartz is Don Jr.'s main political guy right now. Yeah, but he hates me. He used to like me, but he doesn't like me anymore. What happened? He feels that I'm anti-Israel. I'm not Jew enough. I'm the wrong kind of Jew. No, Molly, 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 you tweeted a bitchy thing. First of all, my grandparents survived Auschwitz. Congratulations. Congratulations to your grandparents. (laughs) Yeah. And and she tweets that the camp, she tweets tweets that taking taking kids at the border from their mothers is like the Holocaust. It's pretty disgusting, Molly. Hmm. I would talk to you either. I just, I know you have Hey, I I don't know. I saw life is beautiful. I don't know. There's some truth there. (laughs) They they do separate the daughter. Can we just talk about this? So, yeah. Gets up in front of Dinesh D'Souza's little movie, which compares Donald 
Abraham? Yeah. yeah. Donnie Jr. says that everyone knows Democrats are the real Nazis. Yes, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen this. I, I, I really don't take anything seriously from a guy who I know used to soil his pants when he was at the University of Pennsylvania. Right. And no matter, says, no matter how many orange fucking hunting jackets he wears. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be careful. Hey, with it's that a word. touchy subject. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tend to avoid that at all costs. <laughs> right. So. Uh, yeah, the only thing you can really compare to the Holocaust is another Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, like Morashowitz uh, 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 or that uh, Belosovac or Belosovic. Yeah, yeah. Right. We, we, was, we don't keep up with current events here. Belosovic. Yeah, Belosovic. Don't worry, here you're your political correspondent. Belosovic, who, yeah. who was a who was a Russian uh, satellite and. And conveniently died of a heart attack in jail, like Manafort will in a couple weeks. Yeah, but can we think that that's going to happen to Trump too? I mean, no, I don't think they're. I, I, listen, I, I, listen, I've, I, I've, I've actually evolved since our last conversation, Sam. I am big now, time. I am now completely one hundred and fifty thousand percent sure that Trump is a. I guess I'll use Molly's word: not a spy, but an asset. Operative. Operative. Yeah, and really? like. Like, Mueller's closing in on this guy. Like, it's kind of crazy. Now, I know you don't like Mueller, but I also feel like you're kind of like collateral damage in all this craziness. Because your, well, your, your boy Roger Stone's about to get fucking nuked. Yeah, he definitely is going to get indicted. What I think is, here's what, here, you, know, you know, when I, I had a friend, I have a friend. And uh, I can't name him, but you know who he is. He, you may know who he is. And Michael Cohen? And he used Cohen. to work in NYPD <laughs> intelligence. No, but let me just say this. He used to work in NYPD intelligence. And what he used to tell me was half these fucking um, people that they arrest, like Muslims that they arrest, they claim they stop terrorist incidents. It's essentially like entrapment. You know, like, like they the, get them, like Catherine to, say, they Jones get them to say on some stupid board, oh, yeah, we should go. You know what I mean? Oh, that would be awesome if we did that, and then, and then, they, and then they make a whole big spectacle that they stop some big suicide attack. And if you look at these criminal statutes, it's very, very broad, and they're very, very easy to bring charges against these people. I would tell you, Roger Stone, the only person he conspired against was himself. And then I, you're right, I am collateral damage. I have to go in because he's lying to me on fucking email. Said he met with Assange, but. The idea that he was a Russian asset is a joke. I mean, he was somebody just right. trying to re-ingratiate himself with Wait, Trump. How was he not a Russian asset if he had a relationship with Assange, who's a cut out of the Russian government? Because he had no relationship with Assange. He was lying. So he was just bragging? I mean, to... honestly, bragging about Julian being friends well, with Julian wait, Assange is like bragging about being friends, friends with Julian Schnabel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question then. So, so did Junior not direct message with Julian Assange? He slid into his DM. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He did DM with WikiLeaks. Oh my god. He did DM. So and look, and they wanted and they wanted the emails. They wanted the emails, and they were going to use the emails for political gain. Now right. you'll say, and well, the Russians did that. Hold on, let email. me finish. Hold on, let me finish. The Russians did do it. The Russians right. did hack. And Vladimir Putin, I agree with him. He thinks Hillary Clinton's a bitch, and he wanted to fuck her up because she fucked him up. With that said. What is the difference in political terms between getting hacked emails 
and some piece of shit at Comcast who doesn't like that the lawyers are holding up the Access Hollywood tape and then goes and illegally leaks it to the Washington Post two days before a debate. Now, you're going to say, well, there's a national security difference. So here's my point, fellas. If this was a national security issue, then why didn't your current, why didn't your past president, who I'm sure you all love, you think he's amazing, (laughs) he was great. W? Are you you talking about Bush? Who are you talking about? (laughs) I'm talking about Obama. Why didn't he do anything about the Russians? Oh, because he he was, yeah, he had to sing the news on Fallon. Yeah, wait, I I thought Obama, wait, I I thought Obama was responsible for 9-11. I'm so confused. Uh, No, I'm talking about Russia. Why didn't he do anything to stop the Russians while he was president? Because he was having dinner with Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh. So collusion is fine. Gifts from foreign governments, installation by a hostile foreign power, all good. But let me guess, Sam. Let me guess, Sam. Benghazi was a fucking terrible crime against humanity, in your opinion. No, I no, I, I really think that we had Americans who were killed because in um, in Benghazi, Libya, on 9/11 because of some American who made an anti-Mohammed tape. That's what happened. You know, that's what I think happened. I don't know. I've like seen that Michael Bay. I saw that Michael Bay movie. It has a very different opinion. Thirteen hours, <laughs> secret soldiers of Benghazi. It's think. a very different. Very... Sir, I want to ask you guys. Do you guys think that Donald Trump would not have won the election but for the release of those emails? I don't. I don't think he would have won. I just think that he. I don't listen. My, what emails? The, the, yeah, what emails are you talking about now? I the just, hacked emails from Hillary Clinton. Oh, the hacked emails from Hillary Clinton. No, I don't think he would have won. I, I think he won when he turned the concept of sexual assault into locker room talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was over after that. I thought I was like, this guy's going to be in the White House. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That was, fucking, that was fucking, that was Brady to Gronkowski in the end zone. That was game over. I thought this is typical liberal moronic shit because... They just gave the biggest opening to him to bring those women to the debate, which he did. I mean, I texted Steve Bannon. And I texted Steve Bannon. I said, you realize NBC just did you a fucking favor <laughs> that Friday. So oh, when he texted back. And Steve texted back, who are you? Yeah. No. Oh, I, when, when, the, when that thing came out, I was like, he's not going to lose one fucking voter. And, I was, and everyone was like, he's done. He's out. I'm like, watch. He's not going to lose one voter. No. Not one. He made grab him by the pussy like a viral phrase that everybody was kind of joking. And even, I, le- even left-wing people were. I, I, I was just like, it's going to go away. They're not going to care. And sure enough, they're just like. He apologized. Yeah. No, no, it's true. <laughs> the man is very sorry for what he yeah. said. No, I, I will remember. I remember very specifically. I was, I was out on a pitch, uh, and I was in an elevator, and it was like, you know, this is. You would appreciate this, Sam, because it was a classic vision of liberal Hollywood, where I think it was like the day after the second debate, and they were all saying like, "Oh, Hillary, Hillary crushed it." Like all the like powers that be. Um, head of TV studios and whatnot, and I was in the elevator, and we were all going to pitch my show, and I remember standing in the back with my partner, and we both looked at each other like, the way they're talking, this doesn't, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> right. Um, it was fun. He did a way, by the way, that was the dumbest thing to do, for a couple reasons. If you were going to leak that tape, you should have leaked it after the third debate. So he couldn't respond and do a spectacle. Number two, if you were going to leak it before a debate, leak it before the third in the very least. Because the second debate, he was always going to do the best on. It's town hall format. It's, it's right up his wheelhouse. And, and they, they, it's almost like they did him a fucking favor because the barometer was so low for him at that point 
And right. they thought, oh, this was going to be an easy layup for her. And that was actually always going to be the debate that no matter what, he won. And then by releasing that tape, they scared the shit out of him. And he stayed on message relatively and campaigned his ass off. Well, and if you watch the third debate... Here's the, thing, here's the thing. I don't really want to relitigate. And then, Molly, you jump in. I don't really want to relitigate 2016 because it's over. Here's my, here's my two cents. I think the Russians had help from the in, inside of the campaign. They knew where to... Uh, they knew where to market their their lies, and I also think that like the behavior now since he's been president is outrageous, disgraceful, and uh, he's a liar. And his bills—he's not doing anything good for this country. Molly. Well, he's putting children in prisons, which the base really likes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clearly. Oh, Molly down from downtown. <laughs> Sinks of three. <laughs> All that Molly on that one. I mean, I don't, I don't understand that it. it seems impossibly stupid, and he's created a trade war, and he's going to have to do twelve billion dollars in farm subsidies to rescue the farmers that he screwed over. So it seems like a disaster to me. But what do I? Know? Who do we care about more, the farmers or the kids at the border? American farmers. I am so tired no. of these. Oh, give me a break. The, the agri- by hey, the way, we got a lot of farmer listeners. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah really. Like, watch I, it. I like eating corn. You're, you're, you're pissing off our base now. <laughs> Wait, the produce from Mexico is way better than the produce from, from the Midwest. So um, Molly, what were you going to say? Farmers is it's a completely created, I mean, they're both completely created by the administration. They're problems that they've created for themselves that they can't fix. Totally. Yeah, okay. so yeah, drop the mic on that. So where do you guys? Where do we? Where? Where is this all? Where are we headed? What do we think? What do we? I mean, what do we want? What do we think is going to happen? Well, okay. So, so within the investigation, Mueller thinks he has enough to get this president impeached. He's played Watergate. I don't think he has it. I think it's convoluted, but we can argue over that. The big issue is going to be who wins the midterms. Now, you said when I texted, you said before, well, when I texted Steve Bannon, he said, who are you? I'm actually very close (laughs) with him, and I'm working for him now. And we're working on the midterms. And I think that, you know, talking to you in California, remember Obama issued, first of all, unlike any president before, uh, Obama's getting involved in these midterms, and he's endorsed a bunch of people in California. There were 24 districts that she won were a Republican one. Five or six of them are in California. I know. Harley Ruda, baby. And so, long story short, Trump gets impeached if the Republicans lose the House and Nancy Pelosi speaker, even by one seat, or he survives. And um, I would say, unless you guys, unless Democrats find a very good candidate, and it ain't <laughs> Senator Kamala Harris or Pocahontas, if they find a very good candidate... Hey, listen, I have a lot of Native American listeners on this show who tune in tonight. They're not going to yeah. like that kind of talk. I'm a big yeah. fan of the show Yellowstone, so relax. Yeah. The, the reservation is fucking going to be furious tonight. I'm watching yeah. it. I can only watch like five minutes. He shoots a horse in like the first minute of the show. I'm like, hey, what the, the horse fuck is dying. am I watching here? Yeah. Uh, you got you to stick with it. A mercy kill. Mercy kill. Sam, yeah. you're clearly, a, clearly like... Now, yeah, you're clearly, uh, you're clearly like anti-farmer. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 contradicting right. yourself now, Sam. You shoot, you, don't shoot that horse. <laughs> Right. So that's but what the Native I, American so boy, basically, where do we good. go? 
It depends on who wins the House in the midterms. Trump will get impeached if the Democrats control it. If they don't, then he'll uh, not get impeached. Well, what are they Mueller g- will just continue to issue indictments. Oh, if he gets impeached, does he still get Secret Service for the rest of his life? <laughs> I would think uh, so. First of all, yes. Just but like but how many? Like the same amount? Do they work as know. hard? <laughs> yeah. I I've heard some secret. By the way, I've heard some Secret Service stories, but I can't talk about them publicly. Oh, oh come on. on Wait. So, do you think he'll get reelected? Uh, it depends. Well, look. If if the Democrats find a, a great candidate, I think they. I think that he could lose. But dude, it's Michael Avenatti. Come on. But, but look, Michael Avenatti is better than Elizabeth Warren. Or your senator Kamala Harris. First, hey, don't disparage somebody. sweet Kamala Harris. She's, she, you know, I can't get something. through to her when I call her, but still. <laughs> it's yeah. gotta, if you want to beat somebody unique like Trump or like Obama, yeah, we need then to. you gotta, you gotta have something unique and something different. Now the, the party, Rock, yeah, the, the Rock, Demo- the Rock would beat the shit out of Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rock is probably Rock a super Republican. Like, like literally, he would. Yeah, yeah. but like you, he yeah. could go toe to toe with him in a debate. You think? Probably. Oh, he just, like, Trump wouldn't know what to do because The Rock would do his eyebrow, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then just hit him with a steel chair. <laughs> um, Wait, I have a question. Who is your dream candidate for the Democrats? Uh, mine? Sam, yeah. Oh, like, who do I think is the weakest out of all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of, like, probable candidates that are running. Yeah. I think the weakest one is... It's so definitely it's, Pocahontas because there's no way that this country is ready for another president from the East Coast. Sorry. I mean, I okay, like so I, I like I Bloomberg. Would say, I would say either her. Well, look, I just think all those people, I, I think that her, Kamala Harris, Crazy Bernie, I think all of them would get killed what? by him. I think Joe Biden, excuse me, Joe Biden saying he'd run one term with like a Seth Molson, the congressman from from, uh, from Minnesota. Uh, from Massachusetts who hates Pelosi, that's an interesting ticket. But really, I think the Democrats, uh, here's the other problem. Hillary Clinton, one of the reasons she lost was that she thought it was such a layup for her to win that she ran really far to the left compared to the way Trump, look, Obama, even in 2012, didn't run far to the left. He tried to say my stuff is reasonable. He never said I was going to do cap and trade. She started talking about cap and trade and taking her guns away because she thought there's no way I could lose to this guy. And I just think that the party's too liberal. Like oh, this come Cortez, on. Liberalism is good, man. It's, we well, just want, we just want to take care of everybody. Hillary Clinton didn't grind hard enough. She thought she had it in the bag. She didn't grind. No, she definitely had it. She, she didn't she grind. Definitely grind. She spent way too much time in the Hamptons that summer. Way too much time. Yeah. Sorry, a few parties. Uh, Wait, why is Elizabeth? So, why so why look, did they call I'll tell her Pocahontas? You what I heard about Hillary she through the Secret Service oh. rumor. I spoke to a Secret Service guy. I can't tell you who I was with or whatever. Is it Tingo Bongo? It's Stan Borgongo or whatever. So the is, Secret right? Service guy, he said Bill Clinton was really cool, but when he was pissed off, it was you didn't want to be around him. He said W was nice but stupid. <laughs> he said yeah, Obama was Obama was aloof. Michelle was respectful but you know you didn't want to cross her and um i said so then so then it came down to uh the swamp creature so i said well well you've missed one so i said well first of all is she is she a lesbian he goes no she's completely asexual and let me tell you something i've been a secret service member for 30 plus years i've never been around a bigger bitch in my life (laughs) talking about hillary clinton 
He said she was the most vile, terrible person he's I ever been it. around. Democrat or Republican, nobody wanted to protect her. Nobody wanted to be around. I believe it. I'm still stuck on the Michelle Obama was respectful, but you didn't want to cross her because that literally sounds like he saw a Spike Lee joint and was like, oh, I guess all uh, black women are super angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to apply it to every black woman in the world. Yeah, it's, it sounds a little racist yeah, to me. Really, yeah, I'm a little bit like, really? Yeah. And he, didn't mean it. he meant that he liked her. Yeah. That's what he was saying. He liked I think her. he. he just, I think he was using the word uppity. Yeah, he, yeah I think oh, he yeah. said he did not use the word uppity. <laughs> he was definitely thinking she was uppity, and then he was like, <laughs> "That yeah. sounds like a, a nice way to say uppity." Yeah, yeah really. He was very uppity. He's also like Obama's aloof, so it was his code word for being like, "Yeah, he's definitely the black guy at the bar with the martini stealing the white women." Come on. He <laughs> <laughs> just said he was quiet. That's what he meant. Quiet, not engaging, didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds, seems like that, a that sounds rapey. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a grumpy fuck. Yeah. Have you ever met Putin? No. Don't get me in trouble. But I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> did you meet Maria, <laughs> hey, did you meet Maria Butina? Did you no, have sex you with Maria Butina? No, but you want to hear a great story about Yentamali? Let me tell you a great story about Yentamali. So, <laughs> Yentamali. Oh, no, I want to know. I never met Maria Butina. Yeah, Sam, did you meet Maria Butina? Did you have sex with her? No, did I you never take met her to a Maria Butina. Who's Maria Butina? She's the Russian She's spy. She's that stupid like, Russian uh, like attorney, right? Wait, did you, so did you meet her, Sam? No, I never. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, she's the one my friend Paul Erickson was fucking. No, I never met her. <laughs> <laughs> never met her. <laughs> you did never meet her, met Sam. Her. See, sometimes I catch you in these little stories. I was re-listening <laughs> to episode 20 of Camp Good Boy. <laughs> When I was asking you about Tom Arnold, Michael Cohen, and like the Hotel Regency shindig, and you were like, yeah, we were randomly up in the room plotting. And uh, I never got clarification on uh, that random comment. Were you in the room plotting with Michael Cohen and Tom Arnold? <laughs> no. Shut up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Paul, uh, Paul Erickson, though, the guy who was... Um he called me in 2015, so I didn't get along with Corey Lewandowski. And one of Shocker. the things Corey did to make my life miserable was he wouldn't let me travel with Trump. So I get a call from Paul, who I've known through two, since 2008, and Trump's going to Nevada. This is where she actually asked that question. And Paul calls me up and he's like, hey, um, can you arrange for a friend of mine to meet with, uh, to meet with Donald Trump? I'm like, who is she? She's, oh, she's a real big gun enthusiast. And I'm like, Paul, I'm like, Paul, I'm like one Ted fucking Nugent. leg out the door. I'm like, Paul, I'm one leg out the door from getting fired. I'm not going to go call up Corey to set up a meeting for some chick you're trying to bank. Like, it's not happening. Leave me alone. Uh, it ended up being her, Maria Putina. That's who it was. Yeah, no, I, I, I've seen that. I've seen that. Uh, I've seen, it was one of the most coherent uh, answers Donald Trump has ever given. Almost like uh, he was given something to say exactly to her when asked the question. Back me up, Yen Tamale. Come on. I mean, I think, yeah, he's complicit. This is, I'm sorry. He's totally complicit. He didn't even... Oh, yeah. I'm, he's, I'm totally <laughs> you hear her? She can't even get a sentence out. Oh. <laughs> I'm definitely distracted. Yes. Uh, How can you be distracted on a Camp Good Boy podcast, Molly? Come on. <laughs> So let's hear Molly. Molly, who's your favorite candidate for 2020? Uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez? <laughs> oh, sorry. It can't be Keith Ellison. 
What a shame. That guy wanted to be the head of the DNC, first Muslim, swore in on the Quran. What happens? He had a white girlfriend who he was beating the shit out of. Uh, what uh, a shocker. Uh, uh, Molly, who's your say. I will say, Molly, we got to do a better job because right now Sam is kicking our liberal asses with some of these fucking yeah. body blows. No, these are some good. No, these are some good body blows. I I have to yeah. acknowledge. This is it. like this is like Alabama versus the Citadel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> Who do you guys like? Barack Obama's term limited out. Who are you guys gonna run? What? Tell Wait, me. what does that mean? I'm so confused. <laughs> he, I, I thought he him. can't run again. I can't. I can't write him in on the next fucking ballot. God damn it. We, what about Spike Lee? By the way, that guy, he, he could have got elected again. He went, that guy's like he's like a political anomaly. No, he's a real people hate superstar. his job performance but he would win every national election he yeah, ever ran. I just don't think, I'm sorry, I, I know that you think Trump is like a genius when it comes to running for office, and I know that Trump thinks he's a genius when it comes to running for office, but ultimately, Russia had their thumb on the scale. So at the end of the day, I think he's hoping that Russia will help him with the midterms. I don't know if it's, they're going to bother for each case by case, but ultimately, I don't think that Donald Trump is the maverick that he says he is. I just think that the electorate is so manipulated. Um, so you, so in other words, you have matter. shitty candidates. None of you can name a candidate for me. You think can I like Trump Gavin? No, no, I like Gavin Newsom. The dark horse. I would, I would, I would, I would throw my hat behind Gavin Newsom. Or if, yeah, but that, that, or, 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 if ben, or if or if Ben Sash grew a fucking pair and ran as uh, independent, I like some of the things he's talking about. But Gavin Newsom is good looking. He's not doughy and creepy and fucking gross like Trump, even though he's had his own affair issues. He's from the West Coast. The next president of the United States needs to come from the West Coast. Cal- or, or from the WWF. Yeah, or from the WWF. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What happened to... I'll uh, take either The Rock or any professional wrestler. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, ha- Hacks- Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. The Iron Kirk. Shake died. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have been good. You we could have gotten a Muslim in the White House. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Mark Cuban, man. He would, he'd be a good candidate. I'd vote for Mark Cuban. I'd like Mark Cuban or the other guy from Shark oh, you know Tank, like, Mr. No. Wonderful. <laughs> that guy'd be great. I do, you know who I do like? I do like Mitch Landro. We're we're all big New Orleans. We're Never all, heard of him. We're all big New Orleans guys down yeah. here, and Mitch, Mitch and Mitch is a Mitch has done a pretty decent job turning around a fucking disaster city, and uh, his dad. I think the, that's an interesting one. I like he's Mitch. Bald, though, isn't he bald? Yeah, he's bald, but he's good looking. Yeah, his monument speech was great. No, it was great. Like, like a, yes, it was yeah. a great speech. A nice white, a nice white Southern. Uh, and he's and he's you know and Moon Landrew was one of the great Louisiana politicians and uh, so it's a long line of smart I mean look Louisiana's dirty fucking politics <laughs> did you just call him a nice white southerner I did <laughs> I did hey but you know it's sort of like you know it's sort of like it, it's sort of I can see how that campaign is run yeah. I don't I love you black people and I'm from the south so yeah. I want to go to uh, the, wherever Ted Kennedy is buried and do whatever they did to bring Jason Voorhees back to life in front of 13-6 and bring Ted Kennedy back to life ooh that's a good one get the lions <laughs> just, ju- just drop his coffee into Chappaquiddick. Yeah. <laughs> but what about Bloomberg? I feel like that's the dark horse that could fucking slide in there. And I'll tell you, here's the problem about Bloomberg is, and I tell you this as a Jew, he's a, he's like a five foot seven Jewish guy. He's never getting you elected president. No, he's a New York Jew. Is never gonna happen. Yeah. We need to Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> where that's ever gonna happen. 
You need, we need, like, if, if any Jew's gonna win the White House, we need an LA Jew. Like, you know, yeah. hey, like a music producer. For, Blo- for Mike, for Bloomberg. I actually do like think Jimmy Gavin Iovine. Newsom would be a good candidate, but you know what would be really funny, too? Is that Trump would then for sure have Kimberly Guilfoyle, who's like about to get engaged to Don. He'd have her really on the campaign trail, just harass, just like harassing Gavin. All right, so Sam, hey Sam, I know you have it. Sam, can we uh, three-way... Donnie Jr. into the Camp Good Boy podcast tonight. He's is he, he's probably <laughs> hunting elephants or something right now. I, mean, I don't know what time I don't know what time zone he's in. I don't know what I don't I don't know what time zone he's in. I could give a fuck, but uh, <laughs> oh. that would be funny, right? Oh, did, we lose, did we lose Molly? We lost Molly. Oh, uh, we lost her. She'll be back. Okay, hold on, we got a lot to get. I want I want to hear uh, I want to hear about one of her journalist parts. Wait, Sam, what's the what's the worst thing and the best thing that you've ever seen Donald Trump do? The worst thing and the best thing. Um, good question. All right, the Molly's back. Thing. The mention of Donnie Jr. made my phone die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen him do. Well, obviously, the way he treated me was fucking bullshit. So I'll say that's the worst thing he's ever done we're around me. No, we're talking about senior. senior. The, yeah, uh, the president. Uh, <laughs> the coolest thing I've ever seen him do is um, when he was. I gotta tell you, here's the one thing about Tom Brady. When Tr- Tom Brady may not want to be associated with Trump now, but when I was working for Trump, Brady would call Trump all the fucking time. Not Trump calling him and Brady calling him back. Tom Brady would call him all the time. We would be randomly, like, I'd be in a meeting with him, and it'd be a Monday afternoon at around 4.30, and I'm sitting in his office, and the secretary would scream, Tom Brady's on the phone, uh-huh. and, and Trump would go, tell him I'll call him back. Ooh. And then he would call back 20 minutes later. So, so Trump would look at me, and he goes, fine. He puts it on speaker, Brady go, and Brady would go, and Brady would say, Mr. Trump, did you see my game yesterday? Uh, ooh. Like, that was pretty cool to me. Like, he kissed Trump's ass. Yeah, he really... Uh, he, he's wow. not that uh, vocal about those uh, days. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. now you would never know. But he... And, like, honestly, he would kiss his ass. Huh. So I, That was surprising to me. So that was pretty cool. I mean, there were plenty of other people that never wanted to associate with Trump. And Trump wouldn't acknowledge that they wanted nothing to do with him. But I can tell you, Brady was someone who... Like, we call Trump up and thought Trump was cool and liked to hang out with him. What else would they talk about after? Yeah, would Trump have watched his games or was he just like. Yeah, he would watch his games and Brady. So this was. Um, it was. I, I specifically remember it was the Jets had lost. Brady had one of these monster, like 300, over 350 plus, maybe close to 400 yard games. And the Jets got the shit kicked out of them. And it was when they were starting. Do you remember when they had the black quarterback for a couple years? Yeah, yeah. They drafted the guy from West Virginia or something. Yeah. And Brady was just like, oh, that guy sucks. He'll never be a good quarterback. Small hands, small hands. Small hands, bad attitude. <laughs> That's what Brady said. And then Brady's like, plus he's black. Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't say that. Brady's a known racist. Know. Brady's such a fucking Massachusetts yeah. racist. But wait, aside from the way he treated you, is there one thing that he did where you were like, this guy is a fucking <laughs> scoundrel? Where this guy was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Where yeah. like, um... Well, I, well, first of all, I wasn't involved in his business, but even the short time I was there at the campaign, um, I had told him that we shouldn't ban journalists 
I'd be like, who gives a shit what they write? And then, of course, Corey and Hope went up to his office and issued, a, and they would issue a press release that, like, we were going to Iowa and the Des Moines Register was banned from covering the event. So wow. let's talk, wait, wait, wait. So Hope Hicks was fucking Corey, Corey. fucking yeah. Donald Trump, fucking Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> And did she fuck Yeah, do you have Hope Hicks' number? First of all, guys, guys, I want to tell you something. Like, I never looked at her like that. I helped save her fucking job. Corey wanted to fire her at first because she liked me. We were friendly. And I thought she'd be advantageous to me. To have her in there and you Trump had to have somebody at work you could fuck. There's something very advantageous about her. <laughs> no, Look what it no, did for I, Trump. Honestly, I, guys, I would tell you if I wanted to fuck her. I never wanted to fuck her. Plus, I knew her boyfriend. Uh, I, I did not want to fuck your her. Your nose is I fucking popping was, out of your no, phone no, no. right now. <laughs> no, you know, I'll tell you what I was going to do. I was going to use her to fuck other chicks. Do you oh, there know you what go. I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Molly, get in on this. Get in on this, Molly. You were talking. Can he can hear me? Sam, is Hope Hicks is really dumb, right? Uh, she can be, yeah. She used to, she, I used to, she used to be like, am I being hopeless right now? Am I being hopeless? I'm like, yeah, but don't worry. Just don't do it again. Hopeless fix? <laughs> but, um, so you were definitely trying to fuck her because you're like, she's stupid. That's an easy way. No, I was not trying. I, I, guys, I, I can, you can understand this. I wasn't. You know how you have that one friend who's hot? Where in the back of your head, you're like, well, I'm also going to be friendly with her because hot girls will see that I'm friendly with her, so they'll fuck me. That would be one added advantage. But I was so disgusted when she started fucking Corey after I had to save her job, too. And Corey was like the bane of my existence. I cannot tell you how pissed I was. And I didn't want to fuck her. I just felt it was like such a betrayal. No, you were actually you know in mean? love with her. No, I feel your pain right now. Shut the fuck Wait, is saying. Corey the guy that said went went to yes, that guy? Yes. He's a fucking yeah. shithead. Sam, who's the dumbest member of the campaign? Trump. <laughs> the dumbest member of the campaign. Don Jr. Eric. And Eric. Well, he's autistic. Yeah, Eric's the autistic <laughs> one, right? Uh, <laughs> Oh, the dumbest be. person I've ever seen that worked for Trump, um, hate to say it, was obviously like Katrina Pearson. I don't know what to tell you. Oh. Like, oh, who is that? Is that the uh, who is that? Is that the secretary of? She's in big... like the other black person. <laughs> she, she's so dumb. No, but, I've never been. Uh, I've never uh, been uh, I'll tell you somebody who like, I've never seen kiss Trump's piece. ass more. I'll tell you somebody who like really. I'll tell you somebody who really just kissed Trump's ass and only told him what he wanted to hear. Kellyanne. Kellyanne. Oh, I'm Conway. sure. Oh, like, uh, she would tell Sam. him, Donald, you walk on water. You're amazing. Hold Sam. on. You're amazing. Molly's trying to talk to you, Sam. Hold on. Sam, does Chris, did um, Katrina Pearson get a 15K non-disclosure holding agreement like Omarosa? No, so she wanted to be press secretary. They were never going to give her that position, so they just paid her 15k a month from the uh, super PAC. What so did they pay you, Sam? Sam, what did they pay? Obviously, Sam, they, they stopped paid paying me you. Fucking shit! I was dead broke, almost filed for bankruptcy, and that's why one of the reasons you got to remember Trump sued me. I'm one of the people that stood up to him. The difference between Roger and me was Roger always blamed Corey for us getting blown out. I blamed Trump because he gave Corey the opportunity. He knew what Corey was doing. I cost Trump a shitload of fucking money during that primary. And I'm proud Does of that. Roger get 15k a month? Roger gets shit. How do you guys get paid? How do you guys get paid as consultants? How do you guys get paid? Trump will never pardon Roger. How do you guys get? Roger. Sorry, my guy. Are you still? Are 
are you still are you friendly with Roger again, Sam? I don't talk to Roger. He just fucking claimed that I have a small penis and I pissed oh, myself yeah, yeah, yeah. in the office. Well, he might know that, right? He might know that because he likes three ways and watches it's... people fuck his wife. So were you one of those guys? Did he pay you to fuck his wife? Guys. No way. I was, a, I was not one of... But I, I yeah, yeah. Oh, like, Sam, like, I hear some hesitation. You definitely... He paid you. He's like, here's a hundred. Here's $150. Fuck my wife. <laughs> I, look, I look at getting insulted by Roger like the same way when Trump even though he didn't name me, called me a drunk, drug addict loser, is that if those two Ooh. want to attack me, it actually helps me in the public. Your appearances you know on I mean? Camp Good Boy are definitely not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the worst thing? What's the worst thing Trump ever called you? Nothing. Just like a dumb piece of shit. Oh, okay. Let me ask you a question. How do, you, how do you political consultants get paid? Because I, I think I might want to get in on this business. Like... Litecoin, like, like I just like show up, yeah. Like, do I do a little bit? Is it like you get paid by Venmo or uh, what, like what do you like? Well, first of all, first of all, the, the idea in the political consulting business it is the best thing. If I if somebody really wanted to be involved in politics and, and they tell me, I'm like, well, what do you want to do? And they say to me, I want to be Carl Rove or David Axelrod. I say, good luck. That's not going to happen. The best thing you need to do is you need to offer a demonstrable service that you can get multiple campaigns. Russian to use, connections. Russian connections clearly <laughs> now, and I just want to, and I also just want to, and I also just want to hang out and like you know, drink and and fuck hopeless hicks. You know, that's sort of like that seems to be like <laughs> like that's the political world. Like, look, I mean, it's like a constant. It's like it's just like everyone's fucking everybody and partying. It's like it's, it's like college. <laughs> I, are we get, taking credit for, for coining Hopeless Six? <laughs> <laughs> I worked, I worked, I worked yeah, for I him so. for, four, for four years, lost business working for him. Everyone laughed at me, and then he and then he treated me like shit the minute Corey came in. But that's it. Look, Why I support his presidency. So I support his presidency, but he knows that I don't like him, and, I, and, he, and he doesn't like me personally. I don't but, give a shit, and he doesn't give a shit. So what do you think the chances of getting Trump on Camp Good Boy are? Like actual <laughs> stuttering, John got him. So yeah, you never know. You'd, you'd have to like randomly call up the White House and say that it's and say that it's like the French president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna do that. Yeah. That'll be next week's episode. Or it's just, it's Tom Brady. No, just say, yeah, Tom. It's Tom Brady. Hey, it's Tom. I couldn't get him on his cell phone. It's Tom. I want to talk to him about the game. I beat some black guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I I have a question. Uh, So, had he has he gotten progressively more orange since the campaign? Oh, that is a good question. I I I think our listeners are really going to want to. To know an answer to that, like f- physically, did you see his skin get more orange as it as he got closer? Can I, can I add on a question to that? Yeah, sure. Is it tanning bed or is it foundation? Yeah, great question. I've heard both. I have no idea of either one, except I do see. Um, the, I, except I asked somebody at the White House if Amorosa's thing about the tanning bed was true. That's apparently in her book, and they said it's bullshit. There's no tanning bed, in, and there was no tanning bed in his, and there was no tanning bed in his, uh, in his, uh, in his penthouse. I was only on the first two floors, but I never saw a tanning. So bed. he used maybe like a surface. cream. Are they are they gonna own up to cream? Some kind of uh, bronzer? I don't know what he does. I don't know, but he definitely you does something. Ever see anything on his collar or anything? Any like orange powder? That's a great question. No. Yeah. No, never. 
Uh, but he probably he definitely has it, and it's probably called like Trump Foundation. Because if you find out what the brand is, and <laughs> like, does their stock go up or down? <laughs> Here, wait, wait. Ma- and does he? Just, he Molly, just, are you going to uh, support um, Keith Ellis- Ellison for uh, Minnesota AG? You hear that? That's me snoring. You're just so excited that you may have possibly found a Democrat who's done something wrong. I mean, like, what's happening with Representative Collins? Like, how is this insider trading? What about Eric Snyderman, who I knew was a, who I, who I've told numerous reporters and gave numerous names throughout the years of the women that he abused and every single time this one specific woman was called who I knew it was true she denied it she denied it she denied it and then she was quoted in an article because some some of her liberal women friends said to her it's okay you still you shouldn't do anything about it because Eric's so good for us he's so good for he's good for abortion he's good for abortion we're so it's okay if he beats the shit out of you I love that I one know, too. That's that's I've liberal heard, hypocrisy. Except I want to say something. I've heard there are elevator tapes of Trump beating a Melania. That's oh. all bullshit. I've heard that rumor too. Are those Tom? Are those Tom Arnold's tapes? Does Tom, does Tom Arnold have those tapes yet? She carries herself like a beaten woman. She does. But she does. But I'm also curious. <laughs> wait, what do you? Wait, is it true? Hey Sam, it was she fucking the security guard over at Tiffany's? No. Head I of security. Think so. I've so. heard this rumor wait, for years. Wait, you hear that at Dorian's? I've heard it Dorian's. Wait, what do the Secret Service think of her? Do you have any intel, though? I didn't ask. They love, they love ask. her. She's fucking them all. Yeah. yeah. Now, exactly. they, now, they don't sleep in the same bed, do they? Roger Stone pays the Secret Service $350. Because he, he gets his bronzer all over the sheets. <laughs> no, they don't sleep. I don't think they sleep in the same room. Right. What is he? Does he sleep? Does he sleep in a normal bed? Does or he like, sleep? Yeah. See, what is, have you ever seen him in a bed? Does he have one of those like recliner beds that like one? Yeah, like I have no idea, dude. I have no idea. I can't imagine. I, John, I can't imagine he even. Like, what sleep. does he dream about? <laughs> Russia, just like Rocky Four. Dreams about Molly. Yeah. No. Here's what I want to know, Molly. Walk us through. Walk us through one of your salons of reporters on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Because uh, our, you know, because our listeners here in Cal- you know, we're all liberal apparently, according to Sam, and um, we and love. You mu- all support mu- and you all we support love Muslims. Muslims. Yeah, we love Muslims. Mm. We are, Everybody loves Muslims. We're so that'd be a great T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah really. I love Muslims. I, I love Muslims. I love suicide bombers. <laughs> but in the in the Arabic writing, <laughs> I heart suicide bombers. <laughs> No, no, I love MS-13 because I bring them with me to I live, vote with me. I live in an MS-13 heavy neighborhood. I hope you marry someone from MS-13. Yeah, I hear they're from they're great husband. father figures. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 they're really good. By the, by the way, Molly's, your, Molly's the big liberal who, of course, sends her kids to private schools, right? Oh, Molly. Oh, Molly. Low blow on Molly. Molly, Molly, low blow, right? How many kids do you have, Molly? You know what? I have to tell you something. I have three kids, and they go to three different schools, huh. and um, they actually all really like Sam. Hey. Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam takes us to happy we, hour. We got to get the American flag hat for the for the picture for the podcast, Dad. <laughs> Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam. Politically, a nightmare. His views are horrendous. His politics are atrocious. Oh, 
emotion. But my kids like him. Uh, whoa, whoa, Molly, what is whoa? <laughs> you, you might need to find them a new uncle. But he knows his politics Yeah, no, but watch out for the uncles, okay? Because that's usually where the damage happens. Wait, so <laughs> do either of you, do either of you, Molly or Sam, do either of you want to run for any sort of I office? I was just going to ask a great question. Oh, I was yeah, just Sam, I think Sam is running for president. Sam, are you yeah. going to run for president? <laughs> uncle Sam, 20. I'm going to announce I can't good boy 10 years from now. I'm running yeah. for president. Wait, but do, would you would you ever no, consider it? Exclusive. Yes. Would, yeah. I'm running. Uh, I'm never running for. I'm never running for office. Look, I'm uh. also, by the way, on a side note, I'm the kind of person who I don't give a fuck about ever working in the White House. Not that I ever will. Literally. But, I, but I'm like a campaign guy. Like I wanted to be on that campaign. Sam, did uh, did did uh, those producers for the new Sasha Baron Cohen uh, TV show? Did they try to like get you in there? No. No. Never. They tried to get my friend uh, Caputo. They tried to get him, and they tried to get one of his clients, and he. Oh my God! Are you friends with Caputo? Caputo's the worst. Sam, you're friends with Caputo. Wait, why is he the worst? Why is he the worst, Molly? Caputo's the fucking worst. Is that Neil Caputo, or is that Neil Caputo? Dude, Molly, I, I'm surprised you actually have to do the dishes considering you live on the Upper East Side. What's going on up here? Right? It sounds like somebody. That's somebody, Sam doing it. Somebody, dishes. Sam, are you doing your dishes? No, I'm organizing my suit, so I'm on MSNBC tomorrow. Oh, nice. Talking on my Hey, yeah. Are you gonna? shout out Camp Goodboy on MSNBC tomorrow? Tomorrow, Sam, I'll watch you. Yeah, I will. Me too. I'm going, I'm going at else. three. I'm on three p.m. and then I'm gonna have the car take me to the barber to go watch Max get a haircut. <laughs> 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 who, wait, who are you on with? Who are you on with at, at three tomorrow? Ali. Oh, Ali Belshi. Come on, yeah, give Camp awesome. Goodboy, give Camp Camp Goodboy a shout out with Ali Belshi tomorrow. You should tell Ali to listen in on the Camp Goodboy. You should be like, dude, I just did one I'll of make, them. I'll make you. I'll make you a promise. I will give a shout out to Camp Goodboy, but it just can't be tomorrow. It's got to be after the midterms. I swear on my life, I'll do it. When are the midterms? November. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you back on in November. I told, you, I told you the Murphy brothers don't vote. We'll get you backstage passes uh, next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I promise you one day I'll just be like, look, there are great, uh, there are Wait, great mediums to communicate your message. And there are great different types of podcasts. Everybody only wants to talk about political podcasts. There's a podcast called Camp Good Boy. I think I voted for Obama, but I had too much going on when Trump was. Uh, <laughs> I just, I had, a, I was going I through a so lot busy. of. Yeah, I was, I was just so, so busy. busy. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, voted for Obama. Oh, no, I think our band was on tour. Yeah, that was yeah, the thing. We we're, couldn't. We were on we're, tour. We're, we're on tour. Our band. You didn't want to vote for either one. It wasn't like you wanted to vote for Hillary. No, I didn't want to vote for either one. I was yeah, just doing a shitload like, of. He hated both of them. I was yeah. like, I was like, I got to golf tomorrow. Yeah. I, I think I had a. No, I think, I think we I, were we I, were on I we were I on had tour. A brutal hangover. Oh, I was surfing yeah. all day. But also, you knew. I don't even. This is getting my blood pressure up. But my vote doesn't count. It's California. Yenta, hey, Yenta, Molly, we're just kidding. <laughs> no, but you. Are, I'll tell you that would get your that would get your blood pressure up. Forget that you guys are in California. It doesn't matter. What about when well, you're in, like, matter. Iowa? It does matter. No, no, like, no, 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 no. It, no, no. It absolutely matters out here. It's crazy. First of all, we are the greatest state of the union. It doesn't California. matter. It doesn't we matter. We want you guys to stay in and not... 
We're not going anywhere. Oh, you mean Cal Exit? I was been invited to take over the Cal Exit. Uh, I heard Cal Exit had Russian ties. It is. It's all Russian ties. Russians paying for Is it really for that. or no? Is it really? Yeah, Russians paying for it. Literally. Russia, by the way, by the way, the Cal Exit. I have a great. I have a great. I have a great Cal Exit T-shirt. But the Cal Exit movie. That is a dope shirt. Yeah, it is a dope. Oh, movie. it is. Yeah, I like that. I wear that, that a lot. Yeah. I have my Cal Exit T-shirt, but the Cal Exit movement was literally like. It was like 20 people, not even, like 10 people meeting at a bar in Long Beach. And, you know, and it was run by a guy who turned out to be getting money from Russia. Was he really? Yes. Amazing. And uh, I can't believe he's an idiot. He took the money. And, uh, well, I mean, he took the money. I mean, everyone was excited. Literally, but by the way, we were eating cookies and drinking tequila. It was a really fun day in Long Beach. And, uh, you know, Long Beach is great because it's like... Very Thomas Pinchon. It's where he lived. It's this weird, vibey, weird place. Wait, if we got Cal Exit, would the border, do you think, be stronger or weaker to Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a real good question. <laughs> Way stronger. Because you'd, you'd have to have border patrol then. So from Arizona, Oregon. The border is actually not so Nevada. bad. Nevada? I, I went to a bachelor party in Cabo San Lucas with a lot of Jewish guys from New York City. You guys. Okay, Molly, listen. So here's the story. Think, okay, wait. Do you guys, how long is this podcast? Three, eight, four hours. <laughs> we're, we're just getting warmed up. We're only at the halfway Good point, Molly. Molly, yeah. here's what we're going to do. Give Good Boys, the next time they're in it's New like York, week they're going to do a special live episode yes. from Molly's house when she's throwing one of her parties. I love that. Done. You guys can come to one of my You should come. Yeah. Can we get Hopeless Hicks, though? Can we get Hopeless Hicks to come? I'll be in New York City. I'll be in New York City in a week. No drugs at Molly's house. No drugs at Molly's house. Because only Felix Sater's allowed to do drugs at my house. What drugs? Oh, he's so hot at Molly's house. Who is this guy? Oh. Can you ask Felix Sater to bring some of his shitty coke? If you do, if you guys come in September, I'll have a dinner. You guys can put it on the podcast, and we'll invite weird, smart people. Awesome! Oh, nice. That's, that's and then we'll go to Dorian's. Yeah, we'll go to Dorian's afterwards. Yeah, and I and actually, the last time I had a dinner, the one that Sam left, they all went to Dorian's afterwards. There it is. Hey, Sam is a big door. No. Sam, Sam has really put Dorian's back. And then, Sam, you'll be able to get us on MSNBC, right? <laughs> I try. We got, we got to dress like camp counselors, though, with, like, je- like wet, hot American summer. <laughs> really tight. You got to, uh, I could try. Look, maybe I could pull one with uh, Ari Melber. Maybe he'll have you guys on. You could do, like, Fallback Friday. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to be in New York for the U.S. Open. I got to go visit my pops in East Hampton. Uh, I'll be there. Let's do it. Let's have a dinner and we'll put it on the podcast. Nice. How much time we got left, Phil? Hey, we got about two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. We got two what minutes. up, Molly? Anything, uh, questions? Uh, what do you got on your mind yeah, like in the last two clo- minutes? Closing here? rant. Closing rant. Or do you have anything you want to? Or do you have anything you want to plug, like a book or anything else? Oh yeah. I, mean, I have the novels, but <laughs> That's the best plug I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm very, I'm very, I'm mixed feelings about my career right now. Our our fans aren't very literate, so I, it's probably Wait, you, wasted. No you have mixed feelings about who? They should read. They should buy my books and not read them. Oh, that sounds like a good. Yeah. A, oh, we can well, sell that. Amazon. Yeah. 
And the uh, the the uh, social climbers handbook, social climbers handbook. Yeah, that that's actually, the... it's, I think it's it's very like it's a empirical novel on the financial crisis. Hmm. Oh, cool. Which is great, but didn't you? And also, wait, didn't your grandfather write Spartacus? Yeah, and my mom wrote Fear of Flying. I'm Spartacus. Like, I am Spartacus. I'm Camp Goodboy. <laughs> I'm Camp Goodboy. Yeah, I'm named Spartacus, too. I oh. love the love theme from Spartacus, one of my favorite oh, songs. Oh, it's good. I have a dog named Molly. Really? Oh, I hate everybody calls their dog Molly. <laughs> well, Molly. I, I, re- I rescued her, and that was her, na- her name was Molly already. Right, yeah, Molly's. Exactly. It's a dog name. Phil's dog is on the couch just with a big it smile like on her yeah, face, literally. Sam, what Sam with the final <laughs> Sam, Sam with the final, <laughs> with an uppercut. Wait, so Molly, what's your so where can our followers find you on the social media? I'm on I'm on Twitter. I have like fifty times more followers than Sam does. Oh, Ooh, oh, oh burn. Oh. She does. She does. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Know. That's that people are counting. They are counting. I, I think I've only got ten followers. She does. Sam, you got any novels you want to push? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm gonna be fell- I'm gonna be reading Amorosa's book when I get off, and uh, <laughs> you are not. I'll, um, you're gonna watch me tomorrow on uh, on uh, MSNBC. I can't mention Camp Goodboy tomorrow, but we got to figure out how we're gonna get Camp Goodboy. We'll on be MSNBC. tuning in no, November. We'll be, right, we'll, 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 be we'll be tuning into MSNBC for you, Sam. Yeah, you 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 put your life in that bet, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna hold you to that. Our, our crazy I'm listeners gonna are gonna come kill you if you don't do it in November. I'm gonna get a camp good boy at Molly Youngfast uh, mansion one day somehow, and the CNN or MSNBC host will just be like, "What the fuck are you talking?" <laughs> that's, that's the best part about it. Yes, that's the best part. We'll look forward to that. We're gonna do a camp good boy mid midterm election special. <laughs> In November, in New York City, at Molly's house. Let's do, no, seriously, though, actually, and we'll periscope it. It'll be really funny. Hell yeah. Oh, like, fuck really. yeah. We'll, we'll do, like, right. a chapel, like, no one will know about politics. Uh, yes. Yeah, but you guys, honestly, have some respect. She does have kids. You can't blow lines at her apartment, okay? Okay. Right. Yeah, wait, wait, no, wait, no, no, no. Right. We're going to wait till we're at the bathroom yeah, of Dorian. Yeah, we're going to wait till the bathroom of No, we'll do that thing in uh, Wolf of Wall Street where he blows the straw in the hooker's yeah, right, ass. That's okay around the kids, right? be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be, don't worry, I'll be respectful. I have two I have two Nick's, Nick's just two, doing coke with your kids. I have two, I have two kids myself. I've been fucking blowing rails off the type. No, but Sam, don't worry. Your favorite Russian mobster slash FBI informant. Yeah, don't worry. I won't buy any blow. I won't listen. I won't I won't buy any blow from Felix. Hey, but the good hey listen, guys, the good news is, Sam, I have two kids, wonderful girls. I've been doing fucking blow out of the diaper bag since they were born, and it's great. <laughs> All right, well, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to top that one. Uh, I, guess, I guess you're never going to be one of those people who, like, you hear in the A room that goes, my babies have never seen me hide. I've never done drugs since they've been alive. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> fucked there, and I just might have cost myself a job on Netflix. So I got to go. <laughs> All right, Sam, Molly, thank you so much. This was awesome. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, I love this. Bye. All right, bye, guys. All right, so, so that was good, Sam Nunberg. Life. Welcome back to the show, and that was Molly Jong. Um, Molly Jong fast. fast. Yeah, well, that, I got sweaty on that show. Dude, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no, that got that got hot. Yeah, 
that's camp good boy politics for you. <laughs> that sure this is. is. This is political correspondent Nick Scott signing off. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, All right. Let's get some shout outs here. Yeah, we got some shout outs. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Andrew Matheny. I don't think any relation to Pat. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Seth.Quesadilla. Shout out to you. Oh, yeah. Seth's been yeah, cra- Seth crushing that like button. Yeah. And shout out to Gentry Joe. You guys have been crushing the like button. GJ. Uh, for tuning in. <laughs> Super cool. Um, yeah, dude. This is episode 25. Episode, episode 25. It just it's gets better and better, everyone. Yeah. That was a hot episode. Yep. Well, hey, well, hopefully we'll and be in New York soon. We'll be on... Uh, you heard uh, Sam bet his life that he we would he would shout us out on MSNBC in November. <laughs> after the midterms. After the midterms. <laughs> and although he did mention the podcast last time he was on, but he just said podcast on MSNBC. That's, that's weak. We need a link. We need a real link. And, like, let Ali Velshi know how fucking hilarious this group is and how yeah. good we are. Because we're changing America. We're yeah. good boys. Yeah. We are very, very good, good boys. boys. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to be all of your counselors. <laughs> we're building it. Well, thanks for tuning in. And um, we'll, uh, we'll see you next see week. See you next week. All right. Episode 26. Thanks, Nick. Have a good Political yeah, correspondent. Thank you very much. Official, official, official political correspondent, Nick Scott yep. of Camp Good Boy. Sign we'll out. be uh, doing many more yes. uh, exciting uh, <laughs> political things in the future. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>